Have you seen it? Do you know what it is? The Thing. Welcome to the weekly podcast all about turning the great American RV adventure into stress-less camping. Each week, we explore tips, tricks, ideas, and destinations, and talk to the happiest campers in the RV world. Pull up a seat at the campfire as we enjoy some stress-less camping. Welcome to the campfire. I'm Tony. I'm Peggy. And we're two RV industry veterans who travel part-time in a small trailer looking to share big adventures. And help you with great tips, tricks, and discounts. So I read a story this week about a couple who traveled all the way across the U.S. And they were in Arizona and they got to their site where they wanted to camp. (laughs) And it's not funny. Went in the trailer and found the stove face down on the floor. Yeah, the stove had literally fallen out of their trailer. There's a video, it's great. He shows how he got it put back in and strengthened it so that it won't fall out again. But what that made me think of is it's a good thing that they weren't riding with their propane on because when the stove fell out, if the gas line broke and then the propane filled the trailer. That could have been a million times worse than it was. Yeah, Kaboom City, which is a bad place to vacation. So whenever the argument comes up, whether you should run your refrigerator on propane while you're driving, and people say they do it all the time, here's just one more reason why you shouldn't do it, because you don't know what's going on back there in the trailer while you're driving along down the road. By the way, most of those RV stoves, those Dometics and Atwoods and all that, are typically held in with four screws. Yeah, four little screws. Yeah. Ours have kind of backed themselves out and I retighten them. Yeah, we tighten them a lot. And so I think now that I've seen that video, I might look forward to putting a couple more screws into that stove. (laughs) Yeah, that same video, which we'll share. That same video, he reinforced the mounting of the stove too. Yeah. And I think that, well, we have a bunch of changes we're going to be making to the trailer in the near future. We do? Yeah. There's, that's <laughs> yeah, just part of it. Yeah, we have a whole bunch of mods yep, that are going to We've got a happen. list of mods. Indeed. Well, so today we have a great guest as well. Yes, and we do have. We're going to be talking to Ron Henniger from Goodyear. He's got advice on travel trailer tires, so we will be back with that in just a moment. But before that, have you seen it? The Thing. Remember that time we followed our GPS and ended up at the top of a cliff overlooking the campground? Yeah, I had to back the trailer down a mountain road. Remember the time we went on that twisty, windy road and hit our awning on a tree? Yeah, I do. But now those kinds of things aren't going to happen anymore thanks to RV Trip Wizard. Right. RV Trip Wizard lets you plan your journeys before you go and then use their app on your phone or tablet to safely navigate that journey. You can set parameters such as how far you want to travel in a day, how many miles you can go between fuel stops, and even read reviews of the campgrounds and places you want to go to. It all takes into account the size of your RV and more. Then you can rest assured that your phone isn't going to lead you into trouble. If you have an RV, you need RV Trip Wizard. Check it out on your discounts and deals page on stresslesscamping.com, where you can also listen to our interview with RV Trip Wizard and learn about the whole RV life suite. Now Now that's that's Stressless stressless camping. Camping. 
We have the distinct pleasure of speaking with Ron Henniger, Goodyear product manager for consumer and all-terrain tires, but also he's the man to talk to for travel trailer tires. Ron, thank you so much for spending some time with us here on the Stressless Camping Podcast. Thank you for having me. I always appreciate the opportunity to talk tires. I've been in tires my whole career, essentially, so always glad to talk about it. There's a lot of chatter on all of the various internet boards <laughs> about how lousy factory equipped travel trailer tires are and now some of the manufacturers like jaco and rockwood and flagstaff among others are beginning to come standard with goodyear endurance travel trailer tires what kind of things would you look for when shopping for a tire for your travel trailer or fifth wheel that will really make a substantial difference obviously i'm a little biased but you should always look for a brand you know goodyear has been in business for well over 100 years so we obviously feel that you know our brand has that confidence and offers that confident performance that someone would need for whatever they're hauling you want to look for a good warranty you want to look that it's built from strong materials our tire, it's built with fabric steel construction. It was designed from the ground up, essentially, for transporting heavy and important cargo. I like to look at it like this. We know somebody who's using one of our tires. They're doing something important. Now, whether it's going for some kind of recreation, some kind of fun, or hauling some other important cargo. And really, the last thing we want is for something to go wrong and ruin their day, ruin their weekend, whatever it is, and have them think, well, you know, it was that Goodyear tire's fault. So that's why we really put the work in there to make sure these tires perform like our consumers expect. We had the Maypop tires that come with so many travel trailers. And at one point, I upgraded to Goodyear when one of those Maypop tires did pop. <laughs> well, luckily, it didn't pop. It just started leaking really, really yeah, it fast. Wouldn't, it couldn't hold air. It wasn't the valve stems. It was the actual tire. It wouldn't hold air anymore. What a difference in the feel of the Goodyear tires from that other brand. I mean, yeah. so there must be something about wall stiffness or tread or whatever it is. I noticed immediately how much better my travel trailer pulled. I can't really speculate on as to why the tire may have lost air, but we do leverage a proprietary, a special interliner compound in the tire that helps it retain air longer. The tread pattern, a, a lot of satisfaction from a trailer tire, it really comes from the tread pattern. You know, a lot of people complain about wandering on the road as they're hauling, whatever it is they're, they're hauling. And in addition, the tires also has a, a higher load rating than some of the competition, load range D or E, depending on the size, of course, to handle some of those heavier loads and still perform and trail the way you expect, you know, in a satisfactory manner. You know, some of the other things in the tire that help it perform are we leverage our Duralol sidewall compound in combination with a scuff guard on there to really protect the sidewall from scrapes and cuts. And also the scuff guard kind of helps it keep, you know, keep it look good. We are proud of how we make the tire look on the outside as well. And we know people want to keep it looking that way. I'm no tire engineer, obviously, but one of the big differences is that the factory equipped tires on my travel trailer were rated for a maximum road speed of 65 miles an hour. And I think your endurance were rated for 
for 87 now i would never recommend towing a trailer that quickly <laughs> yeah. but it's always sure. nice to have reserves <laughs> it's a good point uh, yes our tire is rated for 87 miles per hour and and we're able to do that by you know really optimizing that tread pattern while offering an enhanced long life on the tread wear you also want to be able to have a thinner non-skid, which reduces heat buildup, which actually encourages longevity. That way, the tire really can go faster and not build up that heat and, and cause it to degrade quicker, we'll say that way. And yeah, you're right. You definitely don't want to maintain a speed of 87, <laughs> probably, as you're talking. Especially if you're in California. But there are situations, as you know, if you're going downhill or something like that, you, you may hit some faster speeds. So we want to make sure that our tire can safely haul that cargo. The most impressive thing when we swap tires is just what a positive difference it made in how the trailer towed, how it tracked, and all of that. And I'm a stickler on tire maintenance, and so it also, those tires just don't lose air. I mean, you know, a little in a few months, but not like the other tires. Right. When we were really designing this tire, I mean, that was one of the very first things kind of that we went into it and said that we have to use our best materials and make sure these tires retain air because we know that on our website, we have a lot of advice on maintenance because we know these tires get varying usage conditions. You know, some people use them, you know, every day, every other day. Some people it's once or twice a year. Right. So we kind of have to go in knowing how they're going to be used. And we design so that regardless of how you are using the tires, you're going to be happy with them. You had mentioned resources on your website. What is the best way to keep your tires in great shape and lasting a long time? Let me preface this and say, if you go to the GoodyearRVTires.com website, there is a full page there that talks about care of your tires. Care if you have to leave them mounted and inflated. Care if you're able to remove them and store them. There's seven sections of items there to really tell you the best way to take care of your tires and, and extend their useful life. Some of the things I like to point out for trailers specifically, if if you're able to remove the tires, it's always best to do so. If you can lift the trailer, you know, put blocks or whatever you need to under it and take the tires off, store them in a clean, cool area, cover them, keep the sun off of them if you can, reduce the air pressure and then take them, take the air pressure down and try to store it in an area where it's not wet. And, and like I said, not exposed to, you know, direct sunlight, which unfortunately will on any tire and any manufacturer will increase the aging process of the tire. Right. Right. And so it's a good idea then to cover them and keep them off the wet ground. Absolutely. Yes. And even store them flat instead of vertical. Huh. Every little bit helps, you know, over you know, I realize not everybody can do every one of those steps. Like if you can't dismount the tires, can you at least store the trailer unloaded or at least get the wheels off the ground and support it with blocks so the tires aren't bearing some kind of weight over what could be many months. And these are good hints, especially for people who don't use their RVs maybe very often, like you said, maybe only a couple of times a year, because a lot of people think, well, I haven't put very many miles on them, therefore they are fine. But if they've been sitting <laughs> out in the sun for three years with only a few miles on them, they're still maybe not so fine. And definitely in a case like that, if you're concerned, 
if it has been that kind of a situation and you haven't used them and and maybe you're hearing this now and thinking, oh, I, I, I need to do that, certainly take it into a Goodyear authorized professional and have them inspect the tire and make sure that, you know, if there is any weather cracking or anything like that, that the tire is still safe. That's a good point. And I think for RVs and travel trailers, I would say most tires age out rather than wear out, at least for the most part. Generally, I would agree with that statement. I mean, most people, unless you're using it every day on every trip you make, that's a fair statement, which is why we do things like optimize the tread depth. I mean, you know, if you compare an ST type tire to a normal light truck LT type tire, you're going to see a lot more tread on the LT tire. And that's why. Yeah, because they just get more use. So is it safe then? Let's say I I know of a few people who have put LT tires, light truck tires on travel trailers. Is that a good idea? Short answer, no, it's not a good idea. And there's a few reasons why. Number one, the ST type tire, which is a special trailer that tells you what it's designed for. It's optimized for its purpose, you know, which is being on a trailer, being towed behind something. And frankly, when you look at the design of an ST tire and you go to the resources online, like the Tire and Room Association, an ST type tire in the same equivalent size as an LT type tire, the ST tire actually is certified to carry more load. So it could be a situation if someone's using an LT tire in place of an ST that they could actually be overloading their tire. Hmm. That's why I would recommend if you're using a trailer, you should be using an ST type tire. Also from something I've read somewhere, (laughs) (laughs) the ST tires are designed to better handle the scrubbing that happens when a trailer turns. And what For the audience members who don't know what that is, if you look at a two-axle or three-axle trailer, when you turn a tight corner, you're literally dragging those tires sideways through that curve. That is correct. And so the ST tires are designed to accommodate or be able to handle that, whereas that's not something you'd normally experience on a truck. Correct. And Really, that kind of gets back to the tread pattern designing. Our endurance trailer tire has what we call a commercial-grade tread pattern. And on the commercial side of our business, they're used to designing tires that have to handle the scrubbing that you were exactly talking about. So we kind of take that learning and put it into this tire you know, difference being this is a, a fabric steel tire on our commercial business. Those are a lot of steel, steel construction. So they're obviously bigger, heavier, et cetera. But taking that learning and putting into this application. Hmm, that's pretty cool. And then we had a few people ask questions knowing that I was going to have the privilege of speaking with mm-hmm. you. Do you recommend travel trailer tires be balanced? Yes, I would recommend as with any tire mounting, I would recommend having it mounted and balanced by one of our Goodyear authorized professionals. Huh. They're going to see different types of loading conditions, whether it's fully loaded, empty, and you just want to make sure you're ensuring the best ride that you can, regardless of what you're towing behind you. That's something I hadn't really considered in the past, but it makes perfect sense to me. I don't remember if we had our tires balanced. I think they did. Yes, they did balance the tires when they put them on our trailer. So maybe that's another reason why it handled and rode so much well, you're better. you're so happy with them. <laughs> I could tell you some interesting stories about me and my past with 
doing stupid things with vehicles. And I usually, don't think we want that on this no, podcast. No, we don't want those on the podcast. <laughs> I don't want to encourage anybody to do anything no. like that no. with the endurance trailer. No, don't ever. Well, it was more with fast cars where the Goodyear tires accomplished things where I was like, my gosh. And that's what made me a, a lifelong fan. And I got to ride in the blimp. That's right. <laughs> that's an experience. Like, be nice if everybody could do that. That's, yeah, yeah talk about a view. You yeah. know what I right. mean? Oh, yeah. It <laughs> is amazing. You can see all of people's backyards and swimming pools. <laughs> <laughs> and it's interesting because, you know, you get in northern Ohio, northeast Ohio, you, know, you, kind of, you get used to seeing the blimp a little bit, but you talk to most people across the country and to see the blimp is, is really exciting for people. So oh, right. That's awesome. I grew up in Southern California and down there, Carson, there is a Goodyear blimp station. Yes. And it's a regular site, but you never grow tired of it. It's super cool. Yeah. Anyway, that's not what I, <laughs> I have you here for. We can um, talk blends. Yeah, right. Well, I think we've got some great information on travel trailer tires. And you had mentioned resources, Goodyear RV Tires website. So we will point people in that direction. That's a good place to look. And any other tips you might have for people shopping tires for travel trailers? I would really just recommend anybody with any questions on anything I said or if they're shopping for tires, go to the GoodyearRVTires.com website. There you can go through the tire selector tool. You can get tire care and maintenance tips. There's videos, FAQs, and you can find an installer for your tires as well. Whether it's on an RV or whether it's on tow behind trailer, you can find an authorized professional for maintenance and or installing your new tires. That's terrific. Well, Ron, we sincerely appreciate your time with us here today. For sure. Thank you so much for your help and your information. And thank you for having me. Like I said, having been in this business quite a while, I'm always excited to talk about tires. And <laughs> you know, any questions anybody has, I'm definitely willing to answer. So. Great. Well, I can't tell you. There's this Facebook group we manage that has about 7,000 people in it. And the vitriol about some of oh, the boy. standard tires on travel trailers was so extreme. I think we were a significant factor in Rockwood Flagstaff reconsidering and going with Goodyear. I truly believe that is the case. To be honest, we recognize that it frankly was an opportunity in the industry to really provide a product to offer the confidence to the consumers that we felt, you know, was missing a little bit. So I'm glad to hear that. How long has Goodyear been making the endurance tires? We launched the product in, I believe, late 2017. Oh, so it's pretty new. It's been out, you know, a couple of years now and doing well for us. And frankly, I don't want to talk about other manufacturers' products too much, but we obviously monitor the comments and the online forums and things Mm -hmm. to see what people's comments are. And it's been pretty well received and a lot of people thanking us and saying, hey, you know, we appreciate, we recognize how much better this product is and when you look at the investment some people are making in their trailers and their rvs and and where they're using those products they should have a product they can have confidence in. right for sure and another big bonus those are made here in the united states so we also appreciate putting fellow americans to work i mean there's a lot to be said for that yes yes it is and now that i know that you started in late 2017 i think we might have 
among the first <laughs> of the endurance Yeah, I think tires. we're early adopters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and definitely you've spoken highly of the product, so we appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. As I said, I, I can't understate how much better the trailer towed with the new tires on it. It Good. was remarkable. I mean, Glad to hear that. I didn't have that expectation. I figured, well, the old a tires tire were... tire is a tire. <laughs> not really, but I figured the old tires were not holding air well and just, yeah, I didn't trust them. And... Boy, what a difference when I put those Goodyear Endurance tires on the trailer. It was just like, wow. (laughs) The last thing when you're headed out to do something fun or recreational like that is having to worry about something like that. You don't want to have to worry. Yeah, that just stinks. I always check the inflation pressure before we head out on a journey. And most of the time, it's just measure, not correct. and, And I like that. Well, again, thank you very much, Ron. I really appreciate your time today. I was going to say this morning, but for you, it's not morning anymore. Eh. Correct. (laughs) No, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, thank you again and uh, have a great rest of the day. And hopefully we'll talk again at some point. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. The Thing. Mystery of the Desert. I see you're packing for our next road trip. Oh, yeah. These are all the ingredients for making different grilled cheese sandwiches with our grub stick. Great. But uh, where are the clothes? I got all kinds of inspiration for making grilled cheese sandwiches with our grub sticks over the campfire. There are 11 kinds of cheese and bacon, bacon jam, ham, five kinds of bread. Wait, okay. That's all for making grilled cheese sandwiches? Yeah. I know the grub stick is a perfect campfire accessory made of quality parts that work together for sandwiches, hot dogs, s'mores, woofums, and all sorts of other great meals. But isn't this a bit too much variety? Camping is supposed to be simple. Oh, it's simple to use your grub stick over the campfire or even on the barbecue to make great meals. And even kids can use them safely and easily. Plus, with the coupon code HAPPYCAMPERS, you get 15% off your grub sticks. It's the best deal around. Yeah, but it's going to take us weeks to eat that mini grilled cheese sandwiches. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Weeks of grilled cheese. You say that like it's a bad thing. And you haven't even seen what I packed for breakfast and dinners. We are going to be camping for months. My husband is insane. But Grubstick is the perfect cooking accessory for any campfire. And you can get 15% off using the coupon code HAPPYCAMPERS from our partners page at StresslessCamping.com. Where are we going today, Tony? We're going to go see The Thing. So what is it? So as you roll between Texas and California along Interstate 10, there are literally hundreds of signs advertising the thing. Yeah, they use like a creepy stylized font and the signs taunt you. And there isn't much else to see along the highway to keep your attention, so they're very noticeable. One or two signs might be intriguing, but there are literally dozens in either direction and hundreds overall. The thing. What is it? Have you seen it? Over and over, you become more and more intrigued. I used to make this drive frequently, promising that next time I'll see it. And finally, next time came. So what is it? Hold on. The thing was originally purchased by Thomas Brinkley Prince sometime in the mid-1950s. Prince lived until 1969, but his wife, Janet, continued running the roadside attraction until after his death. And what an attraction it was. This isn't a single item that you're going to see. It has grown to be a huge collection of odd, weird, broken, 
gross and sometimes even offensive items. <laughs> yeah, there's a reviewer on TripAdvisor who gave the attraction just one star saying, this road stop is in terribly poor taste. But other travelers are kinder to the roadside attraction, which is in keeping with roadside attractions in general. If you take yourself too seriously, these aren't all that great. But put yourself in the mindset that this is going to be a bit cheesy and even carnival-like and you're set to enjoy it. So when I went for only two bucks, you got to get in and finally satisfy your curiosity. You get to see all sorts of things in what is now called a museum. In the museum, there are odd wood carvings, memorabilia of the Wild West, some old American cars, and even a Rolls Royce that says it may have been used by Hitler. Winding hallways and corridors with monster tracks printed on the floor ultimately led you to the thing. And then in August of 2018, the Bowl and Travel Centers unveiled a brand new modern museum building and other updates. The new owners have also added a new alien and dinosaur theme that visitors first encounter upon entering the museum. In addition to the upgrades, the cost of admission has also increased to $5 per person or $10 per family. So to the point of what the thing is as part of an oath I took when I bought my ticket to see it, I promise not to tell, but I will say that the most popular theory is that it's a creation of famous carnival sideshow crafter Homer Tate, who is known for making all sorts of interesting things that appeared in carnival sideshows. Many of his creations have been passed off as mummies, mermaids, shrunken heads, and more. While the articles he created were basically made from materials he had on hand, Homer Tate has his own following now, so some of his creations can be rather collectible. Funny thing, Tate lived in Arizona not too far from where the thing lies today and was even the sheriff of Graham County for a few years. Wow. Today the travel stop is certainly a unique one and you can get treats from the Dairy Queen, all sorts of alien and dinosaur themed items in the gift shop, and you can be one of the people who have been to Dragoon, Arizona, and satisfy the curiosity pent up by seeing all sorts of road signs inviting you to see the thing. If you've been there, you know what it is and you get to see pictures. And there's lots of videos <laughs> online that tell you what it is. But you made a vow, so you're not going to tell right. them what I'm it is. I'm not going to divulge what it is. It's a roadside attraction. It is. I that. love them. They're cheesy and fun. But you know what you could divulge? That new shopping portal that you put on our website this week. We see a lot of people ask, what kind of gadgets and goodies do I need for my RV? And so I built a bunch of web pages that have lists of items that will make your RV life easier or better. And of course, you don't have to buy them all. You may already have them all as we do, but it's just a list. And so it's there under RV items on our website. We'll put a link in the show notes. It's a whole bunch of new pages so on the site. It's all kinds of things in one place, including books, including books. But now we have a logo shop as well. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> in fact, we're wearing our stressless wearing camping our shirts stressless now. stressless camping shirts. We're very, very pleased with them. We have some shopping bags that we bought a while back to test out the quality of the items and we've been very very pleased and so we've decided that that will be our logo shop yeah. and it is available on that page as well yeah there's mugs and shirts and bags and shower curtains and all kinds <laughs> of stuff you could get a queen size bedspread for your bed if you want yeah, if you want to sleep camping. under the stressless <laughs> camping logo you could i mean why not why wouldn't you yeah right? Last week, you may have noticed, we forgot to ask you a question of the week. <laughs> <laughs> We're so excited. And so 
I am here to report that the week before, when we asked if you like or need or look for an outdoor kitchen, we had about a two to one response where a majority of people, like 40 some odd people said it really wasn't important to them to have a kitchen. And in fact, they preferred to have the storage space. And a lot of them mentioned that they use their Blackstone or their Instant Pot or their grill or the campfire. And so they didn't require that outdoor kitchen. The people who did like the outdoor kitchen like it because they can fry bacon without the smoke alarm going (laughs) off. (laughs) And of course, we all recognize the convenience of having a refrigerator outside so you don't have to go inside every time you need a beer. So here's my argument. Except. Okay, go. (laughs) No, that's you. Yeah. Here's my argument with those. They're almost all 120 volt refrigerators. So the only way you can chill your food or beer is if you are plugged in or you're running on a generator. Right. That's dumb. There are 12 volt. (laughs) small fridges and 12 volt coolers why wouldn't rv companies put those in yeah because they don't go rving that's why that's why so many of these rv companies designers need to go RVing. yeah it should be a requirement yeah so (laughs) so this week we want to know is it important to you to have a slide in your rv or do you want to have no slide? Is it? Are you specifically looking for an RV without slides? I have an answer to that. We have an answer for that. We will share it. I think we Next probably said we that will. we would share our outdoor kitchen preference as well. Well, we have one, but it's not built into the RV. Right. We <laughs> we have a whole, like it's got a water station and we use the outdoor shower for the water station. We cook generally over our propane campfire. Yeah, a lot of times we do. And we have recipes on our website that we've shared from that. Right. And we have a barbecue that hangs on the outside of the RV. So we kind of have made our own outdoor kitchen, which is what a lot of people said. They didn't need it to be built in because they wanted the storage and they could build their own outdoor kitchen. Yeah. But this week... Tell us what you feel about slides. Yeah. And be gentle. No, be honest. Um, <laughs> well, be honest for sure. that's over on our Facebook page. And one of the things I noticed, one of the comments this week, which I really appreciate, is that you don't have to preface your questions with be kind or be gentle. Right. We just don't tolerate that negativity there. So everybody there has been super polite and there's been some great answers and some fun stuff too. So it's a good place. Yep. And you can get to all those social places, including that Facebook group by going to www.stresslesscamping.com and jumping off into all the social places. And did you know that we did a once a week newsletter and it's free? This week in the newsletter, for example, we talk about Starlink how you can make money renting out your RV and more. We have links to stories, videos, podcasts, and other things that will help you get the most out of your RV experience. So visit our website and you can sign up and we would never, ever, ever share your information. We only send one email a week and that's it. Yep, period. And of course, also on our website are our discounts and deals for the best deals on the things you'll need on your stressless camping adventure. And if you've got a great deal for our audience, let us know. Of course, if you don't want to miss a future episode of the Stressless Camping Podcast, it's also free Free! to subscribe on any podcast app. We're saving you a seat around our virtual campfire. And we've gotten more reviews this week, which helps iTunes tell the world about our podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. And that means we can get guests like people from Goodyear. So if you haven't left a review yet, gosh, please do. And thank you so much. That's what we have for you this week. Happy Happy camping. camping! 
We hope you learned a lot, had some fun, and got some tips for your next stressless camping adventure. We're honored by your reviews on Apple Podcasts, which helps others find us too. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss out on the adventure. And we look forward to your joining us next week. Until then, happy camping!